I can't. I'm not mad. Wash is never. He did not. He's die. not dead. Serenity didn't happen. That didn't happen. Serenity did not. That happen. never happened. <laughs> He's still alive. Yeah. Having awesome sex with his exactly wife. with a hot wife. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy. Hello and welcome to the Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. What's going on? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, how you doing, Leslie? I am clawing my way tooth and nail through the week. It is Monday. How are you doing? <laughs> it's only Monday. It's only Monday. It's, it's only Wednesday, Wednesday Lemon. What a, what a week. What a week. What a week. <laughs> it's only Wednesday, Lemon. Oh, man. I love how the people yeah. who listen to this podcast just get to hear us complain about our lives. That's <laughs> pretty much like, oh, all we ever week. do. <laughs> oh, this week is the worst. So intense all the time. All the time. Uh. So much stress. Like, I made a drink when I came home because my TMJ was uh, acting up because I've been so stressed oh, no. the past week. You've been just clenching Why does my jaw hurt? Okay, let's have some alcohol. That'll fix that. What did you make? Uh, bourbon and ginger ale. Oh, yeah. I was really craving like a really like a ice cold cola and like a like a, one of those glass glasses mm-hmm. that were really thick like my grandma had with like yep. ice like I was craving that. Sounds that. Delightful. I need to get that later today. Yeah. Um, do we have? We do. We have week? quite a few because we could not choose the best because they're all pretty pretty yeah. awesome. I like them. So yeah. today is Dinosaur Day, which. Is Yay! also annually observed on June first. So if you miss out celebrating yeah. today, mark your calendar for June first because it's gonna happen again. You should just watch Jurassic Park with a root beer float. Like yes, I, that is the that's like my favorite. Way. Like um, that's my favorite like summertime thing to do. Uh, we'll have to do it this yeah. summer. Um, and we'll see other ones. And Sorry. I can wear my new Jurassic yes, Park shirt that Mills gave me. <laughs> um, yeah, it is also World Baking Day. And uh, National Chocolate Chip Day. So those kind of go hand in hand. Perfect. Um, I will be celebrating later by watching The Great British Bake Off because it's the most delightful yes. show ever. I'm so excited that I got you Me to watch it. Too. I, mean, I didn't get you to watch it at all because I mentioned it. You mentioned it ago. a while ago. But I, I finally mean, got around to it. <laughs> but that that I'm so excited that you are watching yeah. it is what I should say. It has nothing to do with me. But I can also be, enjoy that you're talking about these adorable people. They're also so enjoy. cute. Okay, and get ready for this last one because it's pretty long. Relive your past by listening to the first music Mm -hmm. you ever bought, no matter what, no excuses day. So what is, do you remember what the first music that you ever bought was? I think that it was a a single cassette, and I'm pretty sure it was either TLC's Creep or Brian Adams' Anything I do, I do it for you from Robin Hood soundtrack. I love that movie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Eventually, I did have both of those like actual albums, mm-hmm. but like the you love that I movie. do. I haven't seen it since I was it, younger. I don't feel it. It'll it doesn't. Hold up. Nope. But I still love it. It does <laughs> not hold up at all. But yeah. Alan Rickman, man, it's when I first like felt in love and afraid of Alan Rickman, <laughs> like in love with him. I was like, I have a crush on like Robin Hood, but I really have a crush on like. That like dark, he's like just so like <laughs> mysterious and cranky. And I remember that bit he talked about where he what was it he was gonna like 
he was gonna like st- he stabbed somebody and he was like be happy I didn't use a spoon <laughs> or something I don't remember it was something like real dark and I was a little kid I was like yeah he's badass, badass. oh my gosh did you see um, they did for Red Nose Day they did a trailer for like a reunion of Love Actually but like oh, the Emma Thompson right. Alan Rickman storyline just wasn't addressed and I almost cried oh, like it just wasn't addressed at all and I was like uh also that one like breaks everyone's hearts a mm-hmm. lot that one and the one with um, Laura Lenny. Yeah. Breaks people's... Well, that whole fucking horrible movie is, like, horrible. <laughs> Sorry for people who enjoy it. But it's, like, a tra- like a tra- it's like a tragic train wreck of a fucking <laughs> film that people watch on, like, every goddamn Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Didn't know I had those feelings. But it's but true. But they came to the forefront. <laughs> I'm like, because I just like, I mean, sorry, I apologize, Leslie, you might like that movie. But it is like horrible. It is so mean. Like, it's just emotionally manipulative. But there are some fun bits. Let's, it has, let's, a, it let's, has let's a good cast. Now for just a minute. I'll give it that. It has an amazing it's cast. It's like all the British and people. Then, it's a little bit like, have you ever seen, okay, have you ever seen the movie The Holiday with like, um, uh, where. <laughs> shit or um, like jude law and people, kate winslet and... yes i do not like that movie yes at all. yes kate winslet and okay but do you not like the kate winslet part of it um i like kate winslet i, I like personally cannot watch cameron diaz in like anything no 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 okay that's my whole point okay my whole point is just the other day sorry this is a real digression <laughs> but just the other day i was thinking like man we can't have this happen because the uh, Eli, Eli Bollock is dead but um, I was like man I wish we could have a sequel with just the Kate Winslet part oh yeah movie. I would watch that and like I actually wish the whole movie was just that's what I'm saying like, yeah. I wish the whole movie was just them mm-hmm. like her and Jack Black yep. like being delightful I would watch that I think about their scenes of the movie like I think of them so constantly mm-hmm. like I just love it like I think of hello big dollop like <laughs> and so I wish that they could have their own movie or whatever or we could just like have a, a cut of it just like how I wish there were certain awkward parts taken out of old tv sitcoms i wish we could just cut out <laughs> the other part um so i would my whole point of bringing that up is i wish i could do that with love actually mm-hmm. that i'd be like okay let's see um i'm only gonna have the bit with um uh okay i'll have liam neeson, liam neeson he's gonna make it my shit. and um i guess the hugh grant part would perhaps make it but like the jokes about her being fat are kind of yeah like, I know it's, I know it's, like, satire because of, like, Monica Lewinsky and right. stuff, but it's just, like, it gets so old yeah. eventually. Um, and it's, so like, that's a maybe, but definitely in these mm-hmm. definitely, um, oh, shit, uh, the, uh, rock and roll dude. Oh, Bill Nye. That I love so much, the actor. What's yeah. his name? Bill Nye, Bill Nye, Bill, Bill Nye. Bill Nye yeah. is definitely there, especially because the bit of, like, him being, like, he loves his, uh, spoilers, his manager is the love of his life. Um, yeah, just the him and everything. Stand-ins for the art. Yeah, I love Bill Nye and everything. Um, the stand-ins for the art house like movie that's like basically pornographic. <laughs> um, uh, is that it? I like the, I like the Colin like, Firth storyline. I do like that. Colin one. Firth is definitely making the cut. Oh my <sighs> god! I apologize, Daddy Firth, that I did not put you <laughs> in here. Um, okay, so that's like four. Four of the storylines are getting to stay because they're not, like, horrible. Like, no one was mean to Emma Thompson. Uh, yeah, we can just, no one, like, we can die, keep really. Alan Rickman and like, Emma Thompson and just, like, rewrite their storyline completely. No. Like, keep the actors. 
know if I'm going to allow Rewrite that. the story. Because, <laughs> like, Sense and Sensibility, just, like, bros for life. I was going to say, just watch Sense and Sensibility for if you want to see them be amazing together. Yes. Just goes, there are plenty of other times that you can, like, enjoy them <laughs> being amazing in, in movies. And there's also that other one where they're, like, weren't they in something in, like, the 80s or 90s? Okay, this is a degree. <laughs> anyway, that's how I feel about Love Actually. I wish I could cut out stuff just the way I could cut out the holiday. <laughs> really just watch the stupid the really the one that i love that's like the last holiday with like queen latifah and like no, no, just watch that movie that's like you know it's horrible going into it and you'll enjoy yourself and no one's gonna make you cry because it's happy ending all around that's spoilers my PSA for christmas and yeah spoilers happy ending christmas in july if you're gonna be enjoying that skip the love actually go to last <laughs> So I have to say about that. Um, no, that's okay. Lindsay, would you like to talk about your... <laughs> I have... Look, I've got... I'm finishing school. I need to be sassy. You need to be sassy. Okay, so the first thing that I ever bought was um, All for One. You know, they kind of sounded like boys to men, only not as good, and they just, like, Love ripped it. off everyone Love else's it. musical talents. I never really thought of them that way. It's interesting that now you say that. I'm like... Oh, I'm, yeah, yeah, it's like all I covers. Really visited it. Basically. Um, like, they took some country songs and made them, like, R&B. But, yeah, I swear oh that was, God, like, the right. song I remember. Oh. But, yeah, that was my first cassette purchase <laughs> swear. in the early 90s. By the moon and the stars. That song, <laughs> <laughs> that song is, I might be listening to that. I know, right? Well, <laughs> you, I, I have to, so you may as well, too. Yay, good. You have well, to. Well, yeah, it's no that excuses. day, so no excuses. No excuses. Um, did you have a sugar break moment this week? Wait, I just talked a lot. Okay, so you I can do mine first. Um, so mine's pretty short. I got into grad school again, and I'm freaking excited. About I this. registered for my first class of my second grad program today. So in August, I will be finishing, or so like in the fall semester, I'll be finishing my first grad program while simultaneously starting the second one. I'm so, wait, okay, what's the actual overlap? When do you start your second one? August. You know? Well, I think the cl- I think my actual class is like September to December cuz I think they're okay, like, their semesters like the may run weird or whatever. Um, yeah. Okay. But I registered for Man. it today and it is like designing a s- women. Yes, <laughs> it is this podcast. Um <laughs> it's, podcast. it's something like designing uh programs for digital age learners or something like that it's basically like the fundamental class that you take before you take anything else seems important how do you feel about this i'm excited i'm i'm trying to be excited there's been so many other things that i haven't really been able to like think about it lately um yeah but now that like i'm in because i was worried about that for a little while because i went back um i thought my resume was uh completely up to date when i submitted it and it kind of wasn't so there were yeah. a couple of errors on it that uh journalism me went back too. and was like oh my god you're the worst oh, no. but it's fine oh no uh so i got in and yeah now that i got to register today i think it's like sinking in official like feels yeah. real yeah yeah i don't know when my graduation is gonna feel real it's, not. it's never maybe when i come back to North Carolina. maybe <laughs> maybe so, what was your sugar baker moment? Um, I pulled a Julia sugar baker and stood up for myself. Good job, which are you. Not my usual ones. Yeah, that I um did a I did a what's called guided reading course, which is basically what it sounds on the label that 
Um, you pick books and you read them. You discuss them with your professor. So I designed a course where I looked at chaplaincy in context and was supposed to meet with my professor. So I picked all, I picked 10 books, which is a lot. It's a lot of books. But it was like what she kind of told me to do originally. Um, so I picked 10 books and, and through my librarian skills, actually literally found them. Like I used three different library systems and um, I did two off of the internet, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had one from a friend. So... Uh, so I did all this, and then another student was. There's a lot of like politics going on here, so I won't get into that. Another student kind of joined the class, which is very abnormal mm-hmm. for this. It's usually considered like an independent study type of thing. Right. Whatever it worked out, that didn't really matter. There, there were some kind of headaches about this, but that's not really the point right now. What happened was I only received a certain grade for this class. And mm-hmm. and the other woman received a higher grade <laughs> than I did. What? And um, I was very, you know, all about this. Don't even have to feign like a shock. I'm bit. recreating but my was, reaction. I thank you. <laughs> Your indignation. Yes. Um, it was okay, but the reasoning behind this was like that. Sh- I kept asking her about what she wanted for my final product. Um, she wanted to annotate a biography. I actually had never really done a proper annotated biography, so I kept asking for a direction. So I did that, and then I also did a little paper at the end to kind of give, like, an overall reflection of the books I read. Uh, very small. It wasn't asked for, but it, I thought that that was going to cover it. And so, like, I thought, and I'd done all this work. Because she told me originally you don't have to read all the books. Just, like, just look into it and see. Just do as best you can, you know? Mm-hmm. And then she kind of went back on that, <laughs> you know, like as people tend to do. And um, so I was a little annoyed by her commentary that she wanted more from me for the class um, when that happened. But I was like, you know what? Whatever. I got what I got. We don't actually get grades at my school. We get credits. So you can get like a credit with distinctions, like an A+. Credit is everything else. And then if you <laughs> almost else. fuck up, it's a marginal credit because you can get no credit. Um, so yeah, credit's just everything else. It's just kind of like a really messed up system that one of the other professors I was arguing with today does not understand because he's new to our school, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I was very glad I was kind of like, um, anyway, I wasn't going to reach out to the professor because I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm out of here. Adios bichachos. Like I don't care. And, um, then I found out that the other woman who, by my grace, literally, <laughs> if I can like humble brag, but not even be humble about it. I said, yeah, she can join my class that I designed and I'd done all the work for. Mm-hmm. Um, she was awarded a higher grade, which my problem was not with her. My problem was with my professor. That was like, excuse me, because the professor in front of me had said that this woman was like a good writer and like all these things. And I was like, I know it's because I'm just not a strong writer that I didn't get a higher grade. And that's just not fair because I tried to make sure I was doing everything that was required of me for this class and even going and I thought I was going beyond that um so this woman was also my advisor mm-hmm. and my like uh reference as I go into the world of chaplaincy and she's very important and so I was like you know what I'm not gonna leave here feeling resentment <laughs> feeling frustrated I'm gonna stick up for myself which I like never do but I've learned to be more of a self-advocate over the past few years, especially living in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, people do not let themselves get walked on. 
so I reached out to her that I was, you know, confused about her commentary on my grade that I thought I had done what she asked. And I actually thought I'd done more than what she'd asked and that um, I was kind of concerned about it. But then once I talked to the other person, which is not appropriate, but who gives a shit? Once I talked to the person, I was actually upset uh, that they were given a higher grade when actually I literally scanned half of the books and gave them to her. What? You know, which the, my professor knew, which my professor knew because I gave them to my professor as right. well. And that like, and my professor wasn't taking into account all the work that I did to create the list of references that she said she will be able to use to recommend to other people when they're looking at chaplaincy and looking at it in different settings and stuff. And I was like, you know, that I think that she overlooked the amount of work that I put into it, yep. which is, is never me. I don't give a shit. Like, I'm just kind of like, I never stand up for myself with these kind of things. And I never expect to get good grades. So I was very surprised by this. And within, I don't know, like two hours or so, she responded. And she was like, I'm so glad. And I was like worried about reaching out. I was like, ooh, am I going to you know what I, off yeah. or something, you know? Um, and I did it. I did it kind of like nicely. I wasn't, I was honest, but not like bratty about it, you know? Because I know the difference uh, when I get like bratty about things. And on this even this podcast, I've just sounded like a little jealous monster sometimes, <laughs> which happens with me. But um, uh, I d- really didn't want for my relationship with this woman to be like sullied because of this right. last thing. I took three classes with her this semester, and everything else was fine. Um, and so, in fact, she overlooked that I was turning in two things late <laughs> for my other classes, and it was she was like, "It was great, whatever." I mean, obviously, I would have gotten a higher grade if they weren't late, but she wasn't mad at me. Um, she knew that I was doing the best I could and, um, she responded and she was happy that I had reached out and, um, said that I had every reason to be irritated <laughs> yeah. with the situation that in her grading, 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 like she said, she was a grading machine and she just really kind of overlooked those things that I pointed out with to her. So I was glad that I pointed them out Me too. and she did change my grade and Yay. she elaborated on what she, there's like commentary on it. Cause it's like, you know, a self, a self-directed self-written class. Mm-hmm. So she ended up having to put in there like my performance in the class and she put a lot more and she did include the bit where she was like, I would have liked more in this section, but that is folded in with all the other stuff that I did. So it's like, she could still, that what she said was valid, but it's like, don't, have that cloud everything that I yeah did, don't discount did. all of the yeah. stuff so yeah exactly and I was just happy about that and um and it was like I wasn't um, I worked with the woman who was in the other class yesterday and I was like I don't want you to think I was mad that you got a good grade I think we should have been equal yeah. is my whole point right like why would she get a better grade than me when we both put in as much effort mm-hmm. in the class? Or one could argue I put in more effort because I because you all did the all the legwork, provided the books, so I shouldn't have at least less. Mm-hmm. You know, man, yeah. So yeah, I'm still stinging about some of these things. I'm ready to like get out I'm of here. <laughs> I'm ready for you to get out of there. Uh, yeah, for real. Excuse me. Okay, so do we want to talk about this episode? Let's this do it. Of, like feisty. Let's and all talk that about stuff. speaking of feisty. Uh, oh, we have a great like eighteen Julia rants this week. <laughs> yeah, we do. I also wanted to point out before we get into the episode mm-hmm. that this is like our anniversary. Happy anniversary episode. Anniversary. I can't remember exactly. Um, when I looked it up, I thought it was like May nineteenth because it's funny because that's my graduation. Aww. Day. But that this week is our. Our like anniversary, anniversary episode. Of, 
man. And we've only missed, I think, three. Yeah, we haven't missed like very that. much, which is good for us, because no. we've been know, doing so much also, stuff. Just like, we've been, I was going to say, also, we're just, like, lazy. And we're, we're lazy, and like, we have to do lots of things, so... We do lots of things, and it's so easy for one of us to be like, oh, you're too busy, Yeah, you know? Like, even, like, last week we skipped, because, which, okay, we could have, like, planned ahead, because I was doing everything and skipped it, but actually I'm just a dumb dumb, (laughs) and I end up working (laughs) the week, the night that we'd be taping. But, like, you know, we are, that you would have let me take off the week anyway, because I was writing all these papers Yeah, you were doing lots of work. So... And we, like, get sick and whatever. So we both were like, no, if you don't want to tape, it's okay. But we still did. We kind of held each other accountable. Yeah. Uh, which doesn't happen with a lot of podcasts. They just fall off, mm-hmm. you know, after, like, a few weeks or even a few months. Yeah. So I'm pretty proud. So we've been going a whole year. And we have plans year. to keep going. Yeah. What? We've been going a whole year, and we got no plans to stop. Yeah, someone was asking me, like, what are you going to do, like, after the we'll show? We'll figure something out. he thought there weren't that many seasons. I was like, um, we have. We're only, like, we're not even halfway nope. through. We still got another couple the years, and then I'm sure we'll find something else. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll just probably just want to talk to each other, especially if we're living, like, different cities yep. again. Because that was kind of the fun part of this, is it kind of helped us yeah. uh, be closer, even though we're far mm-hmm. away. Or whatever. It gave us something to do. Um, so... Okay, so this, I mean, I just got distracted. <laughs> what's going on there? Thinking about, like, oh, I'll be back in North Carolina recording with you, like, real soon. Um, so this week we watched season three, episode four. It first aired December 5th, 1988. Titled Getting Married and Eating Dirt. Uh, TV Guy reads <clears throat> Bernice receives a marriage proposal from a TV pitchman who proposes to read to, I'm sorry, to every woman he meets. Uh, his, her dude, Bert, is Stuart Nisbet, and yay, Return of Bernice. Return of Bernice. I feel like this Ed TV Guide summary has major spoilers. Because we don't know <laughs> about him proposing to every woman uh, you're right. the last five <laughs> yeah. minutes of the show. Good yes. job, TV Guide. TV Guide is horrible. Good job. Like, I actually... I actually even include these descriptions because of how bad they are. <laughs> we have to pay attention like, to how bad they are. <laughs> just so that we can be happy about where we are in the world, that we don't have to, like, depend on TV Can you imagine? For our stuff anymore. There are shows that I love like, that I don't even watch because I can just Google what happens. Wow, wait, really? <laughs> yeah. You don't watch them? No, like, I, I can't watch Holby City anymore. But you love them? Because... They come on every week for like 52 weeks a year and there's always something happening and it's an hour and I'm already like a season and a half behind. So I just go to Tumblr and they tell me all the lesbian stuff I need to know. And I'm like, okay, good. Just get, just send me the gifts. But I couldn't do that if this was the eighties. Also, I wouldn't be able to watch stuff on BBC if this was the eighties. No, it's true. (laughs) You wouldn't even be watching Home City. It was the eighties. Good point. So, uh, Uh, this week. In yes. the Sugar Baker house. You and I watched this episode together at one point, too, I remember. Yeah, I think we did. I think. Yep. Just yeah. the dresses. Um, yes, the dresses, exactly. The dresses and the PMS. Yes, the PMS. I I totally God. sympathize. Um, yeah. So, uh, we started Sugar Bakers, as per usual, and um, we get a bit of a, like, a tie-in to last week's episode at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just like a continuation, because Charlene is reading a book, and it's uh, about like if Elvis is really alive or not, and <laughs> she asks Julia yes. or Charlene asks Julia. Follows last week's episode. Yeah, if she thinks Elvis could really be alive, and Julia says, "Oh sure, he's probably on a houseboat in Brazil with Judge Crater and Latka, the Russian space dog." 
Which is weird because that is not the first oh, time this no. week that the Russian space dog has come up in my life. What? Yeah, really? I read some short story where, oh, it was Jeanette Winterson's um, The Weight. So, like, a whole bunch of authors got together. Well, not got together, but, like, were commissioned to retell uh, Greek myths. Like, Margaret Atwood did one and a bunch of oh. other people did one. And Ooh. Jeanette Winterson did um, Atlas Shrugged. No, 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 oh, no, man. no. Just what? Atlas. I'm sorry, I've had some uh, alcohol. Uh, oh. <laughs> Just Atlas. I was like, is that considered a myth? <laughs> yes. I was really confused for a minute. Um, I was yeah, like, just oh, Atlas. And so at one point when the Russians, like, launch the spaceship, oh. um, Atlas gets a pet because the dog is floating around in space and he holds the world on his shoulders. Oh. It's really cute. Anyway. Sorry. Oh, that's cute. Um, and Charlene asks, who's Judge Crater? And Julia says, just somebody who disappeared. And Charlene's like, like what What about this Russian space dog? And Julia's like, the one that they set up and like never came down. And Charlene gets really upset because she's never heard about this. And now she's sad that they sent a dog in space and he didn't come back down. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Julia tells her, you know, it was years ago. It was like probably, you know, before you were born. You don't remember and then about this time, Suzanne and Mary Jo come in, and Suzanne said, is talking, they're talking, like, they're already having a conversation. Wait, did you already skip the part where she says, like, you know about dog years? Oh, not yet. Not yet. That comes okay, up in okay, a minute. Okay, yeah. Okay. And um, okay. Suzanne says, you know they should be arrested. And Julia's like, who? What are you talking about? And Mary Jo says, all guys in this country who have long hair and run around in dirty old cars. And Suzanne says, it's getting to where you can't even drive to a shopping center parking lot without seeing somebody who looks like they're waiting to make a drug deal. If they would just arrest all the men in ponytails, that would be a start. And now, like, Charlene is still obsessed, like, upset about the space dog, you know, floating around in in outer space. And Julie's like, I told you, it was 25 to 30 years ago. Like, he's not still floating around out there. And Charlene says, that's in human years. You don't know. It might be different in dog years out there in space. That cracks me up. I love her so much. I love her. <laughs> but I love when she gets like so like indignant. Like you don't know. know. She's just, like, that cracks me. And up. Mary Jo's like, just once, I would like to come in here and hear a conversation. <laughs> it doesn't sound like Rod Serling had a hand in it. Yeah. And um, they they're like, "Where's Anthony? He went to pick up Bernice. Yay! That means both of them are going to be in this episode." Um, Mm-hmm. she has yes. a surprise for them win 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 and Suzanne says well you know I just hope she doesn't want me to style her wig it only takes five minutes but she doesn't like I don't enjoy doing this I- I'm a beauty queen not a beauty operator I have better things to do and Mary Jo covers Suzanne's ears and says to the rest of them she has PMS don't get too close <laughs> I this is ridiculous um which if you're that like upset just stay home <laughs> Yeah. Um, and uh, so Julia starts getting riled up about this article she read in the New York Times about Southerners eating dirt, which is the uh, B story of this episode. And uh, Charlene has never heard of anyone eating dirt, much less Southerners. And Suzanne says, well, that's what you get for subscribing to a New York newspaper. You should just mind your own business. Mm-hmm. And Julia says, something about like subscribing to several newspapers so that she is well-rounded yes and also you can find someone doing something stupid anywhere but it's not fair to assess it as a cultural trend for an entire region basically people are always saying stupid shit about southerners and she's tired of it 
Um, and Mary Jo picks up the paper and she's like, look, there's a picture of Buford and Lula May having a clod of dirt for dinner. And Charlie's like, now who are they? <laughs> and Mary's just like, they're just yep. names. Like I made them up. I use it to make a point. Mm-hmm. And Charlie's like, how come I don't know any of these people? Judge Crater, so Laka, funny. now Lula May, <laughs> Buford. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> Oh, and um, Mary Jo is talking about how like she doesn't think that it's the people in New York who are bad. It's just like the newspaper who is making a big deal out of this thing that doesn't exist. <clears throat> yes. And so Julia decides she's going to call them up and give them a piece of her mind. And Suzanne's like, well, what good will that do? And she says, yeah. you know, they'll just think you're some old loony drunk debutante left over from the Civil War. Oh, man. Um, and Charlene, All who right. is still reading the article points out that it says that we eat dirt for the vitamins. <laughs> and uh, Suzanne says, well, they just insult us because they're jealous. They know our women are better looking than theirs. Why is that the comparison? Of all the comparisons you can make, has to be about pretty women. Um, yeah. And Charlene's like, no, that's that's not true. We're no better looking than women anywhere else. And Suzanne retorts with, I didn't say all you... I just said women in general. <laughs> like, uh-huh. way to insult someone. Um, yes. So the author, Something Weeks, is not in. <laughs> so Julia has to leave a message. And uh, Suzanne mumbles something under her breath about <laughs> that. Like, Do what? Yes. I was thinking about her when her comment on um, shorthand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you take shorthand? <laughs> and uh, Mary Jo says, uh, you say we're better looking than them. is just as bad as them saying we eat dirt. And Suzanne says, you can be Miss Maine or Vermont and still be a dog as long as you can play an instrument or something, but you will never see a homely Miss Mississippi. And she asks them to name one, and none of them can name an ugly Miss Mississippi, but is it really because they can't think of an ugly one or that they can't recall any of the Miss Mississippi contestants? Because who just knows that besides Suzanne? Like, no one. No. Um, and Suzanne continues with her tirade. I'll tell you why Mississippi knows a dog belongs in a pound and not in a pageant. I don't care if that girl gets up there and plays a moonlight sonata on a harp with her teeth. <laughs> and Mary Jo tells yeah. Suzanne that is the most outrageous thing she's ever heard her say. Somehow I find that hard to believe personally. No. no. But yeah. maybe. And uh, Julia's like, I don't know why y'all argue with her. Her hormones are raging. I say we just take her to the <laughs> so woods ridiculous. and tie her up. Ridiculous. And at this point, Bernice and Anthony make their entrance. Yay! And <laughs> Yay! I'm excited. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to get that excited. <laughs> and Charlene says, Bernice, you're here. And Bernice says, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. And uh, they so point out that, me so too. Much. And they point out that uh, Suzanne has PMS. And Bernice is like, oh, I have a cure for that. A hysterectomy. Oh but where's God. the lie? Well, she's not wrong. She's, <laughs> she's not, not wrong. wrong. Um, and then she says, that's just a little bit of retirement home humor. <laughs> she's so and she has two surprises. Number one, she's getting married. And number three, all of the ladies are going to be her little flower girls. Oh, my God. So funny. And then Mary Jo starts humming the Twilight Zone theme song. <laughs> Bringing it back to the first theme. And so they're asking Bernice, you know, uh, you know, well, how did it happen? You know, you're engaged, blah, blah, blah. Of course, Bernice doesn't remember. 
No. She says, it was last weekend, and, um, or Anthony says it was last weekend, like, trying to jog her memory. <clears throat> yeah. And Julie asks, uh, who is he? And Bernie says, I don't know. I thought he worked for you, referring to Anthony, not <laughs> her <laughs> fiancé. Oh, my God. And then um, they explain to her they're asking about her fiancé, and she says, oh, he's someone famous. Yeah. He's on the videotape in Anthony's hand. We were just talking about cassettes, yes. and now we see a VHS. Um, yes. <clears throat> and people think he's dead. People think he's dead, which is, like, mm-hmm. a theme of this it. episode. <laughs> Yes. Um, and Charlie <laughs> says, oh, you're marrying Elvis Presley? My God, she was so excited. She came and, like, got up in her yes. face. And he's like, you married Elvis Presley. <laughs> oh, my God. She was so excited. And Anthony's like, no, that's a good that's a good guess, but it's right here. And so he pops the tape in. Um, so her fiancé is in a car commercial. His name is Everett Anders. He doesn't talk very much. Um, they call him Ev. And... Uh, Oh, I was wrong. Bert is the Oh, yeah, he's like his... his that's, that's the other yeah, guy. Yeah, the other guy in the, in the commercial. commercial. <clears throat> Whoops. Yeah. And so Anthony's going to go out and unload the truck with the garment bags in it because she already bought their costumes for her wedding. And Susanna's like, costumes? <laughs> yeah, I love it. But some people use the word costumes. Mm-hmm. The, like, even though she is not, but, like, you know, that that's the thing. Like, this is the, this is my revolutionary costume for today is what she says in, um, Grey Gardens. Oh, yeah. Uh, and she's referring to just her outfit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I think that some people, like, that's the old terminology that they do use or something. I don't know. Yep. And so she's talking about this is not going to be a very big wedding. And Julia says, yeah. you know, I'm not sure this idea is completely baked. You know, it doesn't really sound like you've known him for very long. And Bernice says, oh, it's completely baked. It was fate. <laughs> it was fated. And yeah. I wrote, I would like to point yeah. out that I wrote faked in my notes instead of fated. Fate? Faked. Oh. Instead of fated. <laughs> oh, oh, it's like you put together fate and fate. I was, yeah, I was, um, yeah. I was foreshadowing here. Um, yeah, you were. So, oh. uh, she had a spell. There, she's telling the story of how it happened. She had a spell at the retirement mm-hmm. community. And when she couldn't remember who she was, Ev just happened to be in the game room. And so she asked him out, which she would have never done had she been in her right mind. Uh, he mm-hmm. accepted. And uh, then he took her on a retirement villa hayride and proposed marriage. <laughs> <laughs> so <that>. romantic. <laughs> yeah. And so they've only had one date, they point out. But Bernice is like, yeah, but it was a long one. And she can't afford to wait. He's a movie star. You know, they're getting older. <laughs> And she yeah. says, people think these retirement communities are people sitting around and, and, like, drooling on themselves. But you have to be on, like, you have to be tough. You have to be lean and competitive. And yeah. they have a lot in common because neither of them are very interested in sex. Um, <laughs> frankly, some things get old after a while, especially if you've so been the funny. one on the bottom for the last 40 years telling the person on top how great they are. Like, damn. Ah, Bernice is damn. preaching. Wow. <laughs> and then we cut uh-huh. to the uh, costume fitting they look adorable and absolutely ridiculous uh, it's amazing that's what you sent me this yes. morning spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> this is what's happening yeah. um, so the fitter asks Julia about where she wants the hem Julia obviously does not care and says let's not kid ourselves uh-huh. I think we've dispensed with any pride of personal appearance at this point Yeah. Um, Suzanne is not actually wearing hers She's just sitting on the couch with it draped over her. She's and hilarious. has like the little headpiece on. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, that headpiece. Yep. Oh, my God. Um, Mary Jo can't believe they're wearing these dresses. Charlene can't believe the wedding is Saturday. Suzanne can't believe that they agreed to any of this, especially having the wedding at Sugar Baker's. And yes. Charlene, like, she's very sweet here. She's like, you know, what do you want us to do? Like, we're Bernie's this whole life. Like, she's always sending us things and entering us in contests. And like, <laughs> entering us in contests. I love that. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I do that shit. <laughs> Yeah. Um. She's like, how could we not do this? And um. Yeah. And Mary Jo is pissed by this point, and she's done with Suzanne. And she's like, where do you get that this is our deal? Like, you're gonna be here too. You're gonna be yes. wearing that dress. Yeah. Yeah. And Suzanne says, oh no, I'm not. I have a medical excuse. I have PMS. If I use PMS as an excuse, I would never yeah, do anything. Do with this. Yeah. No. I feel like it's all month. Like I would just never do anything. <laughs> I it'll be in, yeah all month every month every month all month <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and she's talking about like she says and Saturday that train will be pulling into my station which I've never heard for before yeah that talking was about a your lot. period pulling into my station all right <laughs> and Julia says as your sister I can tell you the only train pulling into your station Saturday is a train of big fools and you're gonna be on it with the rest of us. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne says, "Can I just lay here with it draped over me?" Tully says, "No, that would be <laughs> stupid." <laughs> yeah. Um. Anthony comes in. He starts giggling, and he says, "You know, Julia. Uh, I hope you don't mind me saying you look like Snow White." And Julia's like, "No, I don't mind at all, as long as you don't mind me saying you look like a pimp." How? That's he's wearing like the pink ruffly shirt with like the burgundy yeah. tux. Yep. Uh, Anthony is serving as the ring bearer and usher, so he will be wearing two hats in this wedding, and Mary Jo says, that's good, because your outfit could use two hats. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and Bert brings, uh, no, excuse me, Bernice brings Evan to meet everyone. Um, she's so cute introducing her girls to him. She's so proud of them. It's so sweet. I love Yeah, it. she's so proud of them. And she points yeah. out that Suzanne has premenstrual syndrome, because that's also a theme of this episode. Like, we could forget it for five seconds. Yeah. And then she says, and that's my adopted son, Anthony, which was also mm-hmm. very adorable. I think that's very sweet, yeah. And Bernice has to run upstairs to change into her dress. Um, so she takes the paper right out of Suzanne's hands, gives it to Ev, tells him to go read it. And uh, Bernice is really cute while they're, you know, altering her dress or whatever. And she asks Ev if he's looking at her, and he says, nope, he's reading the Dirt article. <clears throat> and so Jackson Weeks is the guy's name from the Times. His office calls back yes. for Julia, but it's not him, it's his secretary, because he's a very busy and important man. Uh-huh. And asks yes. if she has a message, <laughs> and she says, I sure do, do you take shorthand? And she says, good, we'll take it, well, we take it in the South, too. Tell him I have been a Southerner all my life, and I can vouch for the fact we do eat a Wait. lot of things down here, and we certainly have all had oh, our yes, share right. of grits, and there are no self-respecting Southerners anywhere who haven't consumed several tons of their mama's homemade biscuits and gravy. And I myself have probably eaten enough fried chicken to feed a third world country, not to mention barbecue, cornbread, watermelon, fried pies, okra, and yes, if I were being perfectly candid, I would have to admit that we have eaten our fair share of Yankee, a Yankee or two for breakfast. Ridiculous. During the leanest years of the Civil War. Uh, no. But speaking for myself and hundreds of thousands of my Southern ancestors who have evolved, 
Through many decades of poverty, strife, and turmoil, I would like for Mr. Weeks to know that we have surely eaten many things in the past, and we will surely eat many things in the future. But God is my witness, we have never, <laughs> I repeat, never eaten dirt. Leslie. What? I knew you were going to say that <laughs> as soon as I heard her talking. Um, do you have a favorite Southern food? Oh, I love Sorry. a good country, uh, like, crispy cornbread done right. Ooh, yeah. You're right. How about you? Do you have to, now, does your cornbread have corn kernels in it? It does not. Not usually. It's usually exactly. just cornmeal. I think that's weird. Which is hilarious, because I was just listening to a rerun of the read where they were, like, commenting on how white people have to always add stuff to, to things. And they were yes, like, your cornbread yeah. doesn't need any kernels in it. <laughs> it isn't, it's already got corn in it's it. It's got it. corn oh, in yeah. it. Everything's all right. Sometimes I appreciate it if it's, like, a very soft one. It's, like, got, like, a bite mm-hmm. to it. But, yeah, my favorite's uh, biscuits and gravy. Ooh, yeah, I was just going to ask you. Also, chicken and dumplings. If I go somewhere or, like, that's one of the things that back in the days when yep. I was eating much more meat and stuff, I was like, if there's chicken and dumplings, <laughs> I'm getting it. Also, like, uh, southern fried chicken. Like, actual southern fried uh, chicken. Yes. Yeah. I miss my grandmother's fried chicken on the daily. Oh, basically. My great grandma yeah. used to make the best. Um, and she used to, so oh, the yeah. cornbread, the reason I like it crispy is because my great grandma used to have these molds and they're like corn sticks. Yes. So you like it's so it's less, it's not like a whole pan of cornbread. Like you make it in sticks and yeah. it gets super crispy. It's yeah. the best. Oh man. I got some more of those. Make some tiny corn stick bread. So things. good. Um, so good. Yeah. And so okay. Bernice overheard the conversation oh, no. and she's like i'm not sure about that menu for the wedding <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's so spouting off all this food yeah it's a lot and um There's no yankee <laughs> so bernice is gonna go upstairs and change and charlie asks her if she needs any help and she says i don't think so i'm not too crazy about you seeing my body oh my god that was so weird. and by this time ev has finished the article and he's kind of outraged for him he's talking mm-hmm. more than he usually does yeah, that's how you yeah, know. That's how you know he's <laughs> incensed. And uh, he says, you know, this guy ought to be smacked. This is the darndest thing I ever read. And yeah. he tells Julia, you are on the right track, but you talk too long. you got to keep your message short and sweet. Yes, he had a point. And Suzanne says, that'll be the day. <laughs> yes. And Julia's like, I can keep my message succinct when the occasion arises. And Suzanne says, we'll this I'd like to see. Um, mm-hmm. And at this point, they learn that Ev doesn't know that they're getting married. Like, he just thought he was yeah. here because she asked him for a ride. Yeah, I think, like, Charlene asked if he's, like, excited about getting there about the wedding or something like that, or I don't know. Yeah, and he just, like, yeah, has so no weird. idea. And yeah. Suzanne's like, I knew it. It's always something weird when Bernice is involved, and I don't need I this right know. now. I am not a well woman. You're never a well She is child. never well um and he's like i don't i don't like to be unkind but i think bernice is a little long on the drywall and a little short on the studs it took me a bit to figure out i was like what okay and uh so they cut to later that night and all the ladies are trying to get bernice to to realize on her own that she's mixed up this whole thing about the wedding so sad and then bert comes in from the commercial of partner or whatever Mm-hmm. and uh charlene recognizes him immediately and she's like that's the other half of everett you look just like you do on television <laughs> and uh bert says that eva's outside and he's really sorry about this um and bert says that he would have personally told them sooner but he thought that everybody at the retirement community knew that bert just like 
he proposes to every woman that he meets, like no matter what. He and Bert can't break nuts. him of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just his thing. Um, so Everett comes in and apologizes, and uh, Bernice is like, "Oh no, it's fine. You couldn't help it. You're nuts." No, I mean she would. Know. She would know. And Everett says, uh, "You're the first person who's ever took me serious." And Bernie says, "Well, you're the first person who's ever who's asked in a long time." Mm-hmm. And Ev is very cute. He says, "I like you. You're right smart." And Charlene comments, "This is so sweet." Um, and Bernice is upset because she can't show off all her girls in their little costumes. Yeah. And then everyone else gets mad at Charlene because she says, "Well, let's just wear them out tonight. We'll we'll take you out to dinner." Nope. Uh, show nope. there's no hard feelings. It's gonna be great. And uh, Bert offers to foot the bill for the misunderstanding. And Suzanne's like, "I'm not going." I don't even feel like sitting up. And Charlene says, well, you can lie down in the car. And she says, I don't feel like walking. And Julie says, then we'll carry you. Get up. And Bert asks what kind of food they like. And Julia says, we like out-of-town food. (laughs) I liked that one. That was my favorite one, yeah. (laughs) And uh, Bernie says, Ev, if you ever do this again, I'll feed you to the squirrels. And then the phone Uh rings. No, no, no. Feed feed your family jewels. Your family jewels. Okay. That's balls. Uh, yes, that is what that is. <laughs> uh, the phone rings and Charlene gets it, and it's actually Jackson Weeks, the writer, this time. <laughs> Julia picks up, and she's like, oh, I left you a message. Oh, you didn't get it. Oh, it's on your desk. I'll wait here for you to read it. Apparently, he has said that he is busy and very important man, does not have time to read her message. Mm-hmm. And she says, yes, I know your time is valuable, Mr. Weeks. And my time is valuable, too. In fact, I have six hungry Southerners waiting to take me to dinner, so why don't I just condense it? Make it short and to the point. Mr. Weeks, eat dirt. And then so we play out the episode. What a build-up to that line. What a build-up. <laughs> this whole episode was building up to eat yeah. dirt. Yep. Did you have a favorite episode? Uh, episode a favorite outfit, dear? Because I have, like, three. Guess what I didn't, so you go ahead and talk about it. Okay. Um, the girls' dresses. Yes, that was something I, yes, I had Yeah, that. Bernice's wedding dress. Can you describe them for people? Yes, so they are pink. What's up? Um, where are the thingies? That's Bernice. So well, there's Anthony. <laughs> okay, so yes. they're like pink, um, like tulle. The, the sleeves are super puffy. They're long sleeved. Yes. And the looks like little tutus coming off of their sleeves and off of their oh, head. God. Like the headpiece yes. looks like a little tutu in itself. It's a huge dark pink like rose on it. And the the fabric, in addition to being like tulle, is also like kind of textured. And like long sleeves and it's a mess. Long, it's it's such a mess. <laughs> <laughs> And then my second one was Bernice's wedding dress, mm-hmm. which um, is white with slightly less tulle, but it's, like, still there. It's, like, a little – it's a drop waist, and, like, below the skirt part has got a bunch of ruffles on it. Um, she's wearing, like, white satin shoes and white stockings, and she also has a tutu that is white on her head with little things hanging down on the sides. <laughs> It's real southern 80s. It's Yeah, it's real 80s. And then my third yeah. one was uh, Anthony in his plaid shirt at the beginning. Oh, his plaid shirt? Yeah. Oh, yes, in the beginning. That is a nice shirt. And he comes, it's like pink and like gray, and it's 
And then he's got yeah. his black pants and his black boots on. Statement mm-hmm. piece. We love some slightly lumberjack. We do. That we do. He's got like his like vests and stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, that's our episode, huh? That is our episode. Happy anniversary, friend. Happy anniversary, buddy. <laughs> oh man uh where can people catch us oh man i gotta bring that catch shit up us. what are we a pokemon catch all of us <laughs> catch us all, all two of us <laughs> oh man if you're a pokemon which one would you be i actually don't know that <laughs> i just heard your drink <laughs> i had to slurp up the last straw? little bit yeah <laughs> Are you drinking through one of the pumpkin straws? It's the only one left. There's only one pumpkin straw left. But yes, I'm <laughs> drinking through it. <laughs> oh, man. Actually, I would probably be Jigglypuff if I'm honest. Ah! That one's cute. <laughs> Who would you be? Um, <laughs> I don't really know them either. <laughs> either. Ah, you little pooper. Um, one of the ones in the wall. Maybe Squirtle. That one's kind of cute. You're definitely Squirtle. <laughs> Wait, is Squirtle or, or the one that has like the little that he looks kind of like a turtle? That's Squirtle. That's Squirtle. Yep. He looks. Yeah, that's you. That's you. All <laughs> <place>. <laughs> I don't know why, but it is. Oh man. So tweet okay, at us right, and tell us what Pokemon you are. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> oh my god. And uh, we. Oh, sorry. I completely did not even read where y'all can find us. So tweet us at Sugarbaker Girls and tell us mm-hmm. what Pokemon you are. Um, we are Please. also Sugarbaker Girls on Facebook, um, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest. We are the girls who came to Sugarbakers on our Podbean site and iTunes. If you like us, please mm-hmm. take a moment to rate and review on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever platform you'd like to get your podcast on. Yeah. And All right, we'll guys, see you next thanks time. for listening. We'll, uh, we're going to see you next yep. week. Have a good week. All right. Bye. Bye. That's like the two dudes were fighting over naming all the dinosaurs in the beginning. This is like a thing. Like the yeah, like And then like the people who just like fucking made a Pepperonosaurus. I'm sorry, did you say Pepperonosaurus? Brontosaurus. (laughs) Oh (laughs) Can there be a dinosaur named Pepperonosaurus? Pepperonosaurus? This like it sounds like not pepperoni, it's pepperonosaurus. It's pepperonosaurus. Like, <laughs> to kind of throw you off.